Amen. Wow. Are you ready and excited for the word of the Lord? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, Pastor Edgar Michaels, Apostle, Prophet, is a senior pastor at Friends of Daniel Kingdom Church here at 105 uh, Fort Road, Maitland. Amen. Uh, he's married to his lovely wife, uh, Leticia, for 37 years. Uh, in December, I think they'll be 38 years. Amen. Uh, they have two sons, uh, Pastor Nicholas and Pastor Mikhail Michaels. Amen. Pastor Edgar has been in ministry. Pastor Edgar is saved for 52 years. Wow. And in ministry for over 40 years. He's pastoring a vibrant end-time church, which is Holy Spirit-driven. He and his wife, him with his wife have managed their own Bible school for 12 years and wrote all subjects, all 24 subjects themselves. So Pastor Edgar, as we know, preaches prophetically uh, the word of the Lord and recently has um, uh, started Ark Apostolic, as we can see on, on the screen, Apostolic Remnant with the keys of the kingdom with the aim like Daniel's um, to, to like Daniel to raise up a remnant for God out of like Daniel's 32,000, only 300 um, came out of that 32,000. Uh, training and equipping people, Gideon, sorry, not Daniel, Gideon, amen. So the, the word, the, the theme this evening is seven warnings and seven prophecies from the heart of Jesus to his church. Are you excited? Are you expectant? Let us stand to our feet as we welcome our prophet Edgar to minister the word of the Lord to us this morning, this evening. before whom we all have to stand one day and give an account. We fear you, we revere you, and we honor you. We thank you for sending your son into this dark world to come and look for a bride for himself. And for this bride, he shed his blood. Lord, anyone who touch your church are touching the apple of your eye and the very heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, Father, let me be a mouthpiece as a prophet for you, as you called me, Lord, to do this to your glory. We pray for a spirit of revelation and wisdom to struck every heart and every person, and even those who are going to listen afterwards to this teaching. Give us, give us ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart to do the will of God. I pray for the anointing upon our Lord and our Savior to come upon me and guide me to your glory and to your honor in the name of our Lord Jesus. And everyone say amen. amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. 
I'm going to teach for a bit of an hour and a half, not preaching, I hope so, teaching the Word of God. And I'm very privileged to see and honored to see all of you, especially my fivefold minister friends, even my brother and my sister Eileen and Golding and his wife Frances. We're happy to see all of you. And happy to see every pastor here. Amen. I don't want to run through all those names my wife just mentioned. But I have even some of my students of many years ago. Pastor Glenn here and Pastor, Brother Wolf, Pastor Wilfred. They were uh, in the Bible school there by Eddie Edson as I was teaching the word of God. Hallelujah. Also, uh, I am very well studied, but also very well um, schooled in the school of the spirit, not the Bible school so much, <laughs> the school of the spirit. So please take what I share very serious, and also what I share is much refined through uh, discussing things among great men of God. Amen. In other words, I'm not a, a fasquita stare, a shooting star. In fact, a shooting star draws more attention than a star that is set. Praise God. So I'm set for 51 years. Set. Praise the Lord. Without broken service or even a, a demonic thought of turning away from Jesus, it never crossed my mind since I was 16 years old. I'm 67 years old now. I've never had this ugly thought of going to a dark world. Amen. I love the Lord Jesus and just share a bit. And I thank God that he gave me a wonderful God-fearing woman next to me. Praise the Lord. And God gave us two wonderful sons and wonderful daughters-in-law. And our two sons are also pastors. Few can say that in raising up uh, a family. The proof of the pudding is in the eating thereof. So at home, it must first work at home before you want to export it and sell it to other countries. So it worked in our home. Hallelujah. To the glory of God. And I thank God for Friends of Daniel Kingdom Church. You've seen just a few of them dancing, the young girls and ladies here in front. But we have a vibrant young people and uh, adult youth. And now many of them are getting married. And now the babies are coming. <laughs> Amen. So we had to put a petition there. There's Ruth. They're just saying Ruth is there with Hannah. They're in the... In the uh, uh, some some grown-ups must also go to the cry room sometimes. <laughs> Amen. And I'm so happy to have my friend Nikki. We, uh, 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 in a week, we probably see each other twice or thrice. And, uh, and um, when we go together, they say, where are we going to eat today? Then they say, let's go where the holy bird is served. <laughs> the the holy bird is Nando's. <laughs> uh, 
and uh, sometime we go to a nice curry place, and then my pastor friend Kyle said, let's try this curry place there in Blue Root, and it, uh, we went there, the curry was a bit okay, all right, and then somebody, uh, when we finished eating, we were chatting, here someone walked past us with a jersey with a few holes in, and a pants that doesn't look nice, and a jersey that's not so, so whatever, and, uh, but he had some head, uh, thing on his head, and Pastor Kyle asked, are you, are you the chef? He says, yes, I'm the chef. We, we said, oh my God, help us. <laughs> But we have wonderful times together as colleagues and friends. Hallelujah. Let's get into the word of God. Can I just give you, before I get into the theme, two scriptures, three scriptures about Ark. Hallelujah. The first one is 1 Corinthians, 1 Chronicles chapter 13, verse 3. Hallelujah. 1 Chronicles 13, verse 3. Praise God. David said, let us bring the ark of God back to us, for we did not seek it in the days of Saul. You get a Saul system of church where the most believers are in, but the David move of God is breaking forth in the earth. Amen. And David was not satisfied with having church without the ark of God. The ark stands in the Bible for the fullness of Christ Jesus, the glory of God. Many are happy, the most are happy without having the glory of God. They don't even seek it. Uh, they don't even seek it. But when David was young, he got frustrated. And for 40 years, Saul was reigning. And the ark was in the hands of the Philistines. And Israel for 40 years did not bother to get the ark back. Can you believe it? 40 years. And I tell you, the majority in the church have church without having the glory. And the glory is the authority of Christ, character of Christ, the power of Christ. The might of the Lord Jesus. The authority of the Lord Jesus. Now I cannot rest since I got born again to have that glory back in the church. Amen. Therefore we call this move Ark with the K. That, like that Ark there. And the Ark stands, abbreviation stands for an apostolic remnant with the keys of the kingdom. Praise God. So when you share and teach this, you stir, you upset, you provoke. People are not happy. People don't like it. But God has got a remnant, as my son Nicholas just pointed out. A remnant is 32,000 soldiers wanted to go with Gideon to war, after just two tests, he ended up with 300 out of 32,000. 
So a remnant is out of the majority in the church of God worldwide, it will be a remnant. It will be a few that do the will of the Lord. Therefore, David was a man of the God's heart because when he took this ark back from the Philistines, he took it to Mount Zion. And in Mount Zion, he made preparations. He had a huge tent made. He didn't take it back to the tabernacle of Moses that had three compartments. He took it to Mount Zion, the tabernacle of David. Wow. And in Acts 15, after they debated, must Gentiles be also circumcised? Then James, the brother of the Lord, got up and said, God is now busy restoring the tabernacle of David. The church is the tabernacle of David. But he didn't took it to Jerusalem. He took it where the tent he had pitched, Mount Zion. Zion means where the sun shine in its full strength. That's the meaning of Zion. Much revelation will come to you now tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. And the sun in the air is a type of the Lord Jesus when it's signed in its full strength. Hallelujah. So God wants the church to return to Zion. When I got saved in the Pentecostal circus, we, circles, we used to sing, We are marching to Zion. Beautiful, beautiful Zion. We are marching, not downward, upward to Zion. The beautiful city of God. But we didn't know what we were singing. And there in David wrote 15 Psalms of Ascent. Ascent meant as you march up to Zion, he had 15 steps, 15 Psalms of Ascent. Wow, it's beautiful. Hallelujah. I'm trying, and I will show you later, that the church after the heart of God, the Philadelphian church, not Delft. But Delft is also part of the Philadelphian church. We have a lot of people of Delft in our church. Hallelujah. But in the, in, in the church of Philadelphia, God gave them the key of David. Wow. Out of the seven churches. And in those seven churches is the seven prophecies I'll speak about. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Praise God. But Philadelphia. Had the, and if you don't have this key, much in the Bible will be closed for you. You might hear it, but it won't impact you. Because you don't have the heart like David for the Lord Jesus Christ. And David, the name means beloved. 
And he is a type of the Lord Jesus. Where God opened the heavens when he was baptized, Jesus Christ. God said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. God will raise up and he's busy raising up a remnant church out of Saul's circle. To be a church after God's heart. Hallelujah. This is the only church that's even promised that they won't go through the great tribulation. Wow. I mean, I, 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 mean, I don't want to be here when the Antichrist and COVID was just a forerunner testing the waters for the full-blown Antichrist to come. And the Antichrist will give you a mark on your forehead and on your right hand. To enter, we had to have a mask. Otherwise, you cannot buy, you cannot enter. It was just a testing of the water. This, this, I believe the Antichrist must be alive already today. You understand? It's around the corner. Praise God. So, even taking serious the theme, there's few even. In ministry. I mean, if I should hear somebody is going to speak about prophecy from the heart of Jesus, I will do everything to be there. But it's a remnant. Do you hear me? It's a remnant. Praise God. Amen. And let us bring back the ark of God to us, for we did not seek it in the days of Saul. My God, can you believe it? The soul system of church is that which want to kill David. Cannot take David. Cannot add a spear and want to pin him against the wall. Because he was a threat. But he had the anointing oil. Upon him, which no one could ignore. Anointed. Wow. A heart for the will of God. Isn't that powerful? I mean, for God to say, this is a man. After my heart. After my heart. Not after my head. After my heart. Since I'm born again, I had this desire, a consuming desire. I want to be a pleaser of God. And I don't mind what it costs. And it has cost a lot. It has cost. I could have preached maybe many places in the United States, in Europe. Uh, even my colleagues got some time back money from Franklin Graham, Billy Graham's son. Lots of money to come to Amsterdam for free with hotel, everything covered. The day before they had to leave, one of our senior men of God, James Valentine, an apostle, he was shocked. 
that I am not on the list. But Chris Nissen, politicians, and others were on the list. They overlooked David too. His own family overlooked him. His daddy overlooked him. When Samuel came to anoint the next king after Saul, they all seven were there. David was the eighth one. Therefore, out of the seven churches that I'm going to describe now later, there will be an eighth church. Because I will show you that the seven is fulfilled already. Amen. But David was the eighth son. Eight is the number of new beginnings. Praise God. A new beginning. Listen. You can ask many people who know me. Wherever I go, people just marginalize you. Cold shoulder. It's not, I've got no, I've got no extra grind or a martyr's feeling. Full of joy. Loving the brothers. Loving the body of Christ. But like David, they just overlook you. They just overlook David. Samuel said, did I miss God to David's dad? He said, the next king is here in this house. Are these all seven your children? Jesse said, David's father, there is still yet one. But we don't thought it was necessary to have him here. He's in the field. Samuel said, we cannot sit down unless you let him come. As he came in, the Spirit of God said to Samuel with his horn of oil, this is the anointed. I don't look at the appearance of a man, God said to Samuel. I look at the heart. I, I don't look at your bank account, what kind of car, where you stay, what house, how's your English. I look at the heart. And his brothers were very unhappy. Even when he came to the battlefield where they all hided, hide away for Saul. David came to the battlefield to bring them food from his daddy. And he asked, why are you all just running away for this Goliath, this Philistine? David said, I'll go and fight him. I'll bring him down. And when his brother heard that, his brother said, why don't you go back, look to those few sheep. Edgar, look to those few people in your church. We've got mega church. Amen. Do you hear me? Amen. But they don't see the strength of these young people. And the strength of these Christians, building soldiers for God, not lightweight. Amen. Understand. And then Saul heard there's a young man who wants to take Goliath on. Saul said, Listen, what? <laughs> who are you? He said, Listen, I've killed a lion with these hands. With the anointing of God upon me. I killed a bear. With his anointing. 
That's my CV. Hey, Saul said, wow. Then, but do me one favor. Put on my dress, my clothes, our clothes when you go to war. David tried it. That's what the system of Saul does. The system of Saul, when they see you qualify, they say, but you are not in our system. You must go, you, we want to dress you. We want you to be like us. Hey, David said, no, leave this. And the Bible says David ran to Goliath. Wow, what a confident, powerful. He did not hesitate. He ran with anointing. And he brought the giant down. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Give him praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. For time's sake, Romans 11 verse 5. And then I'll get into the heart of the matter. Romans 11 verse 5. Amen. In the same way then, there's also come to be at the present time a remnant According to God's gracious choice. Wow. At the present time. Amen. To be in the remnant is to be odd people, to be out. To be outside of the circle. And it's not that you want to be out. It's just they push you out. You understand? They, they just cause you to feel you, you're not really so much part of us. Understand? I can tell you how many places... People just close your doors and doors for you and go and all of that. But that does not bother. They tried that with David. David outlived all of them. And also they could not keep him down. Because when God gives you the keys. Ah. You understand. You've got the keys. Can I, can I share a little joke too? You, you know me. We stay next to Falkenberg. But there's nothing wrong with me. Amen. The professor was teaching the psychiatric uh, people for months. And then he felt, I think someone might at least now qualify to go home for the weekend. But the test was he drew a, un, a wall, a house with a big door, with a big knot to a place where you can open the door. On the wall. And he said, any one of you students, you, if you can open this door, you can go home for the weekend. They all ran to the wall and they struggled to open the door. He was extremely upset. He said, oh my God, all my hard work is for nothing. But when he looked back, he saw just one sitting and didn't run to the front. He said, this is great hope. Well, and he was laughing at them. He asked him, why are you laughing at them? He said, Professor, here I'm sitting with the key of the door. <laughs> what a shock. Wow. Let's get into our teaching. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But I was speaking about the key of David. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. The key of David. And if you don't have a key, you can have a beautiful Bentley or wonderful Merc like Pastor Thomas and, and Nikki and whatever. But they go nowhere if we hide the key away. <laughs> you can just look around the car and admire the car. So many admire the Bible, many look at the Bible, but if you don't have the key, if you don't have, and the Lord only give the key to those whose heart is pursuing him. Hallelujah, the key of David. And that is the key to the revelation and the treasures of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I've seen how blind many people are. Blind, complete, even blind at a theme like this. Blind, utterly blind. Therefore, when Paul opened the book of Ephesians, which is the highest revelation in the Bible, the book of Ephesians, I'll show you now later, the highest revelation. He said, before you go further in this book, I pray that God will give you the spirit of revelation and wisdom. Look there, look there, amen. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. You see, it's a heart matter, amen. If, and you're, you're, you see spiritually with your eyes, hallelujah, amen. Your heart sees with your eyes, amen. The window of your heart is your eyes, amen. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling. I wanted the verse before that. Hallelujah. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. It's a spirit, amen, of wisdom and revelation. It doesn't come to everybody. And the book Ephesians speaks of the mystery of the church. Amen. That the church is a mystery. Just to show you how mysterious the church is. Ephesians chapter 5. I think it's from verse 30. Amen. The, I told you Ephesians is of the highest. And I'll show you now quickly. Praise God. Verse, verse 30 I said. Can we have the King James Version? For we are members of his body. This is the church. Of his flesh and of his bones. You know this, this verse you'll find in Genesis chapter 2. The last, I'll read it now for you, but let's stick here. Amen. The last, because Christ is the last Adam. And these words God spoke to Adam. When he saw out of him the, the being that came out of him, the woman, he said, oh my God, wow, she's pretty, pretty, beautiful, wow. And he said, she's bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. And God took Eve out of the rib of Paul, of, of, of Adam. Praise God. And before that, God put Adam to a deep sleep. And the mystery of the church is, there was no church. 
before Christ was put to sleep. It's only when Christ died. After that, out of him, the church came forth. Wow. It's very powerful. Because many speaks of the church in the wilderness, the church and Israel and all of that. They don't know this mystery. Amen. There was no Eve before Adam was made to sleep. And sommige aan van ons man slaap nou nog. As het by die vrou kom, maar slaap ons nou nog. Amen. Ons kan dat nie verstaan nie. Sê, jo, hoe verstaan het? Die vrou van my. Die ou manne sê, moet nie probeer verstaan nie. Lewe net samen daar. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. For we are members of his body and of his flesh and of his bones. For this cause a man shall leave his father and mother and shall be joined or cleave unto his wife and the two shall be one flesh. As I teach to our young people, no cleaving before leaving. Do, 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 say it again. Amen. With your, with your beloved, there's no cleaving before leaving. And they will become one with your wife, not with your girlfriend. With your, there's so many few tips for us who need to teach young people. Praise the Lord. For this cause a man shall leave his father and mother and shall cleave to, unto his wife. And the two shall become one flesh. Verse 32. This is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. In the Bible, there are over 13 mysteries. A mystery is a hidden, a God-hidden secret. Other words, if you don't understand this secret, you will be in the dark. It's a mystery. And many who want to speak on behalf of the church and bring a lot of things of Israel into the church, they don't understand this mystery. The church was right through the ages a mystery. It was hidden, not even in the scriptures. It was hidden in God. This world of Ephesians chapter 3 will tell you. It was hidden in God. Wow. Amen. And it's only two mysteries that's called great. is the mystery of the church and the mystery of salvation. Wow. In other words, if you really get born again, it's a mystery how you can overcome sin in this world. You don't have any more appetite for dancing and for the world. It's a mystery. People don't, people cannot understand. How can you survive in this ungodly world and serve the Lord? Amen. It's a great mystery. And the church is another great mystery. Praise God, a hidden secret that from God, hallelujah, 
Amen. He says, I was teaching about marriage actually here. But what I actually was teaching about, it's about Christ and the church. Wow. Amen. And when he says, the verse before that, he, can, I, can I interpret quickly? Christ for the church to get this bride left his father's house. What about his mother? The Jews were his mother. They gave birth to him. He even left the Jews to get married to a Gentile bride. Wow. Wow. What a mystery. And people think the Jews, God favors the Jews. Can I show you something more greater? Before God thought of Israel and the Jews, he only started with them when humankind was, are you changing this? When humankind was born, when there was human beings on the earth. But before any human being existed, this was God's original plan. Before he said, let us make man, the reason he made man, he wanted a bride for his son. That's the reason God made man. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Hallelujah. Blessed be the God and... This is how Paul opened this letter. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has blessed us with every material blessing. No. The church is not about lands and cars and houses and money. That's not the first thing. Who blessed us with every spiritual blessing. We're not on the earth. In the heavenly places in Christ. Wow. Because we the church want to be Jews. They want all lands. And they want paraplanes. And houses. And how rich are you? How many dollars do you have? And that is very impressive to most people in the church. It will come your way, but first Christ and spiritual blessing. Verse 4, hallelujah. Just as he chose us in him, in Christ. When? Before the world began. The, world, the Jews and Israel only started when the world began. But before the world began, he chose every one of you to be part of the bride of Christ. Wow, what a blessing. What a blessing before the foundation of the world that we would be holy and blameless before him. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus make us holy and blameless. Genesis chapter 2, the last two or three verses just to show you. Are you blessed? Amen. Amen. I think after this we need to take up another offering. <laughs> Many times you don't realize the treasure you have. Amen. You, 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 you can fly to many countries even. Leave it there. <laughs> if I look at my Anglican brother, Pastor Alan Smith, he's, he's, he's a father, eh? They dress them like mothers, then they call them fathers. 
He, he, I just need to do what I do always because he said, why have you always to pick on me somewhere? <laughs> Amen. Praise God. But he's zealous for God. He's got a zeal for God that pangsta mense sal skrik. Hy is meer pangsta as baie pangsta mense. It's been, even it's international Pentecostal day today. Amen. Praying in tongues, being anointed. Hallelujah. Give God thanks for the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Verse 21. So the Lord caused a deep sleep. That is Christ died. Not the second Adam, the last Adam. Amen. Don't ever say the second Adam. I teach this in my Bible. But otherwise, it means there can be a third Adam too. But it's only the first and the last Adam. In other words, there cannot come another one like Adam. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, the man. And he slept. Then he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh at that place. I don't know. Maybe it's there for people like spare ribs at the spur. They're still looking for the other rib. The Lord God fashioned into a woman the rib which he had taken from the man. And brought her to the man. Wow. When Adam came out of his sleep, the op, out of the operation, the first thing he said, as he looked at this girl, he said, wow. <laughs> Isn't it so, Pastor Pitt? Wow. The man said, when he got his breath back, he started to speak. He said, this is now bone of my bones. Didn't we read this in Ephesians? And flesh of my flesh, she shall be called the one with a womb, woman, because she was taken out of man. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become, not they have been already, one flesh. It's when they, after they married, they become one flesh. Give the Lord praise for that revelation. <laughs> Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 1 verse 7 to verse 19. Amen. I teach the word of God. I'm not a preacher. One verse and there we go and talk and preach and talk and and all of that. That's fine sometimes. That's an evangelist preaching like that. Amen. You, you must teach the word of God. Amen. Praise God. Now, this is the heart. What I'm reading now, Revelations 1 from verse 7. After Revelations 1, then it goes to chapter 2 about the seven churches. And chapter 3 is part of the, chapter 2 and 3 is the seven prophecies of Jesus. And those seven churches is Christ's prophetic overview of the church after the apostles, right to the rapture that the church will go through seven periods in the earth until the rapture. Wow! Wow! Praise God! Amen! 
I have this as a subject in my Bible school. It's a phenomenal subject. I'm just touching upon certain things. Praise God. Amen. But I will show you that these churches are seven and they prophetic. Because in Asia, where these churches were selected from, there were more than seven churches, Colossae, Philippians, and all, more than seven, a lot. But the Lord selected these seven because they will reflect the state and condition of the church in the future. Wow, do you see that? The last church, the Laodicean church, is the church that Christ will vomit out of his mouth. Do you hear me? He will sputter out of his mouth. It, they make him nauseous. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Because that is to show you how prophetic this church is. But also they prophetic to prove that they prophetic. It's because... Every church ends with these words. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Not to the church, to the churches. In other words, listen what I said to Smyrna. Listen to what I said to Sardis. Listen what I said to Philadelphia. Listen to what I said to Laodicea. If you want to be the church of Philadelphia, the church after my heart, then listen what I don't want in my church and what I hate in my church. And I will give you out of these seven churches the seven warnings of Christ to his church. And why am I reading Revelations 1 from verse 7? Because before he start to address the seven churches, and seven means complete. When these seven are in the earth, the mission of the church is complete. But after the seven, there will come an eighth. And they will be like David, the eighth son. That Jesse and many did not recognize. Wow. Wow. Do you hear me? Do you? And this is for those who's got the ear. You won't like what you hear if your heart is not like David's heart. Hallelujah. Can you turn there to the Acts chapter? I'm teaching prophetically, hey? Praise God. Acts chapter 13. Where it says, David is a man after my heart. Uh, can, can, you see, can you see how quick is my, 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 uh, my assistants? Give the Lord praise for them. Hallelujah. Can we, can we move a bit up to Saul, verse 21? Wow. Then they asked, Israel asked for a king. You know why they asked for a king? Let us be like all the other nations. They were not happy that God is the king. They said, we want to be a democratic people. Let us have a king like the others. This is the Saul system. We want to be like the world churches. 
whether it's the church of Rome, the congregational, the denominational, whether it's the church of England, whether it's the Lutheran church. Listen, we want a pope. We want somebody on top, headquarters. Samuel was crying when they asked for a king. They said, God, they reject you. They don't want you to reign over them. And the Lord said, give them their desire. But it was not yet the time for a king. The king was still very young. David was the one. So God gave them Saul. Then they asked for a king. And God gave them Saul, the son of Kish. A man of the tribe of Benjamin for 40 years. Did I tell you about 40 years? And before Saul became king, Eli was there, the priest. And Eli was overweight. And Eli was muhsin, he could not see well. And this is the state of many who are leading the church. They are overweight. They are fat. They are rich. Hey, and listen. They call backslid, slide, slid, slidingness maturity. They sit like gurus, like this. What will delight the Edgar for us? Look at our churches. Look at what we've done. No Vuma. Eli. And Eli could not discipline his children. There's no discipline in the church. They can steal the money, sleep with the women, having premarital sex. Nobody say anything. Oh, praise the era. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Die groot sister sê ook, die twee gaat al vijf jaar uit. Wil zij van my sê? En hulle vraag vir hom, wanneer trouw julle? Nee, ons het die planne om te trouw nie. Eli could not discipline his children. There's no discipline in the church, I'm telling you. The denomination where me and Pastor Pet came from, hulle het vir jou onnetig is, die jaar, ek weet die nou meer nie. Maar vandag lach mense oortig. But it's a biblical thing. It's a biblical. Soma van die steens af. Broek om voor en toe. Wat is die dinge wat ons hoor? Wow. En sy word lekker geskrop. Die jaar het ons gesê, hy het my geskrop. Ander woorde, sy was nie gewas nie, sy was geskrop. En die kal het gemeenskap, wat sy tronk toe gaan na Seos, hy het gaat bad. Ek het altyd gevonden, wat beteken, hy het gaat bad. En ander woorde, he went to prison to have a bath to clean himself. What a shock. Hulle gooi nie tettel in die water nie. Hulle gooi tjik in die water. Wat is so? 
But I'm, 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 in my jokes, I'm serious. You need to see the state of things. Eli, overweight, could not discipline. He could not see clearly. He sat on a high chair. And in his day, they took the ark away. The glory is gone. After Eli came Saul, he did not for 40 years worry about the ark. They had church. They had literally, uh, in Afrikaans, or the fuck gaat, liturgy. And they were, now come things to vore, and then gaat ons a lied het, and then gaan ons dit het, let the order is. The choir goes sing, the the Heilige Geest is uitgeprogrammed. Hey, my God. Amen. And people are happy like that. Amen. So Saul became king. Next, the Bible says, after he had removed Saul, he raised up David to be the king. Concerning whom he also testified. Listen, you can... You can doubt the testimony of people about you, but not God's testimony. God himself testified this about David. God said, I have found David. You all overlooked him. I've seen him in the, in the field looking after sheep. Playing on a harp, worshiping, praying, longing for the ark of God. My eyes found him. Hey, my God, I found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my, why after my heart? He had a longing for the ark. And number two, who will do all my will. He's not selective about my will. He will do all my will. Wow, wow. Do you have a heart like that? The will of God cost. It's a price. Truth. Proverbs 20. Is it 23 verse 23, my love? Sweeter? Proverbs 23 verse 23. Amen. Yes, there we are. Buy truth and do not sell it. Get wisdom and instruction and understanding. You know, many people, they see the truth. But they will sell it because it costs too much. If, if, if you're like uh, uh, my friend of, of, of the Church of England, you see you must be baptized in water underneath. But all the years you were besprinkled. Amen. You can either hide for the truth and say, no, I didn't see that. God, if that's the truth, it's going to cost me a lot. Buy truth. And don't sell it. You can buy it now and afterwards you see it costs too much. You say, if somebody comes to you, must I be baptized underwater? You say, leave that things. Because you're selling the truth now. You don't going to tell him what to do. You know, he's going to cause a big disturbance in his family. That's just baptism. There's a lot of other truths that even are now being newly discovered. Are like prophecy, visions, dreams. 
Amen. The movements of God. And I am in that move. It's a river. God's move is a river. It's not a pool. Are you with me? Denominations is there's the river of God and they lead water out of the river and build a pool. And in the pool, it starts to stink there. Things die there. And you just look. what. And to keep the people happy, you take a few things that's still in the river and bring it in there. But they say, Basta met jylle amal, gaan jylle aan. You rock the boat. Not friends of Daniel Kingdom Church. We're in the river of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise hey, Revelations. Let me quickly read and give some. Let me get to those seven things. Warnings. And please, when I give the warnings... Please go look it up in these seven churches. If you're serious with the Lord, let me just say to you, the church is the closest to the heart of Jesus than anything else. Your wife or your bride-to-be, hey, don't mess with your bride-to-be. She's your passion. She's your I want you to see the church the way Christ looked at the church. The church don't belong to you as a pastor. We got, I'm reading now about the judge of the church. Before you mess with the seven churches, he first revealed to you, this is the judge before whom all of you are going to stand and give an account. What did you do? How did you handle my church? Eric Prince once was so fed up with this elderly lady. Every time after church, he pestered him and asked questions. And then he said to himself, I say, if, if she comes tonight, I'll tell her what's on her heart. And as he approached, the Lord said to him, be careful. She's my child. And he changed his mind. Wow. Do you know how precious you are? This bride, he left heaven to get her. He left the Jews to get her. He shed blood to get her. He's even in heaven interceding for her. Don't mess. With Christ's church, this is why I'm reading this to you. That the judge before whom we all going to stand, the Bible says his face is like the sun in full strength. His eyes are like fire. His feet is like burnished bronze. His hair is white as wool. The garment is pure. He want to tell you, you come here. What did you do with my church? Edgar Michaels, you all. You cannot stand there with your wife. You cannot stand there with anybody else. It's you. 
and the judge of the church. Behold, he's coming with the clouds and every eye will see him. Even those who pierce him and all the tribes of the earth will mourn over him. So it is to be. Amen. I'm the Alpha and the Omega, he said. It means I was before beginnings. I was there. I will be there right at the end, says the Lord God, who is, who was, and is to come. The Almighty. The Almighty means no one can stand before me. Not nuclear bombs, not the army, not the army of Dune. No one can stand. I, John, your brother, and fellow partaker in the tribulation and kingdom and perseverance which I in Jesus was on the island called Patmos because of the word of God and the tester. You know, they put John. He was the last of all 12 disciples. He was the youngest. Everybody ran away at the cross. But here John was standing alone. He was young. But the Lord knew what plans he had with him. Paul was dead. All the other apostles dead. And they put him in cooking oil to die. But the oil did nothing to him. Then they put him on the island called Patmos to die of hunger there. And the Bible says on a Sunday he was in the spirit. And the Bible said, I was on the island called Patmos for the testimony of our Lord Jesus. And I heard a voice behind me. And it was Jesus. And he said, write what I'm telling you now. And so he wrote the 22 chapters of the book of John. Are you not grateful? Amen. Otherwise, the Bible would have been a book with a beginning without a close. Now we know what the end of Satan is, the end of the false church, the end of the real church, the end of judgment, the end of Babylon. We know all about John, right? He says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice like the sound of a trumpet. Saying, write in a book what you see and send it to who? It's for us. The book of Revelations is for us. To the seven churches, here are they. Ephesus, for time's sake, Ephesus means desirable. The church, after all the apostles and John was gone, the church was still okay, but not fully. The name means in Greek, desirable. To Smyrna, Smyrna, the word myrrh means bitter, suffering. This is the suffering church. After the apostolic church of Ephesus, all y'all broke loose. And they were killing Christians, throwing them to the lions. That's Smyrna. This is church history. Listen to me. Hey, the suffering, the persecuting church. And after the Smyrna came Pergamum. Pergamum, you know what's the word? Polygamy. To be married to more than one woman, it's here. The word Pergamum means to marry to the world. The church became worldly. And in Smyrna, she was suffering under the empress and after. 
on uh, uh, the Roman Empire in Smyrna. And then in Pergamum, an, an emperor, a kaiser, he came to the Lord with the name of Constantine. And he came and became a Christian. And he forced the whole world to become Christians. So they came into the church without being born again. They, this is where Christmas and Christmas trees and, 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 and Easter and all came in. Pergamum. Do you hear me? Easter with the, with the, with the Easter egg. And why it's hollow inside is to say the grave is empty. And with the bunnies. Because a bunny is a fertile thing. It, it, it produces after its kind in a massive way. Hey, but you can eat your... And your hot cross bun. Do you know what the, the Muslims also have got hot cross buns now? They call it Taliban's. Can, 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 I, can I teach 20 more, 20 more minutes? Hallelujah. Amen. I, I, I'm running because, and then after Pergamum, polygamy where the church this is Christ prophesying this is Christ prophesying wow the seven prophecies of Christ wow Thyatira this is the Roman Catholic church where the whole world became Roman Catholic and Thyatira means elevation in other words, to go up high and sacrifices. You can go in Greek, sacrifices. Hey, every mess they have, they sacrifice Jesus. Don't throw away the wine, it's now really the blood of Jesus. The bread is really the blood of Jesus. Mother Mary, idols of St. Barnabas and St. what? Candles and no presence of God. Let us have candles and let us have an altar and altar and also a priestly system. Nobody is a priest. Only those who are clergy. I'll show you now. I'll show you now. Do you hear me? There's a difference between the first three and the last four. The last four, if you study the Bible, they will be here until the rapture. The first three passed away, but we must have an ear to hear what the Lord said to them too. But the last four, and I'll show you now why they will be here. Can I rush and just drop the thoughts? Can I drop the thoughts? Praise the Lord. Amen. Why do I say? Because to Thyatira he promised the few, the rest in Thyatira who are faithful, I will give you the morning star. And the morning star is the rapture. 
Because the second coming is different than the rapture. For you don't know. Amen. The second coming is every eye shall see him. But at the rapture, he comes in a twinkling of an eye. Wow. Just, just twinkle your eye. And we're all gone. That's the rapture. Amen. And at the second coming, he comes as the son of righteousness. With healing in his wings. He comes to bring righteousness after the Antichrist reign here. He comes at the second coming as the son of righteousness. But at the rapture, before the sun shines bright, there's a morning star that tells you the day is breaking. When the rapture takes place, he comes as the morning star. While others are still sleeping, we disappear. Wow, we're gone. And niemand gaat aan my baadsie vasthoog. Amen. Dis hoe die pingste ouwens gepreek het. Hy sê, as ek opgaan, moet nie aan my broek vasthoog. En as hy vasthoog, ek maak dit so. Hallelujah. Imagine it happened now here. In fact, when I was at Bible school, I preached a sermon. The last prayer meeting. Uh, as a test in homiletics. My principal was crying too. <laughs> but I preached two sermons. Homiletics is how to preach. I preached from Simon to Peter. And then I preached the last prayer meeting. How after the rapture. Our churches will be full. And our people will stop praying and praying. Mommy is gone. Daddy is gone. Where's my pastor Nikki? Where is Pastor Pet? They're all gone. Where is the clothes? Where's my mom? Daddy is. What are you looking? Yeah, Daddy. Daddy is still here. Mommy is gone. Wow, the pilot is gone. The plane crashed. There's accidents everywhere on the road. And by the way, iemand van u kan met Nikki of my praat, as hy my en pastor Thomas, as hy my merk wil hee. Moe nie beklee oor die merk, sê nie goed as hy, oos is weg. Amen. Hier het hy met pastor Nikki sy merk in die ronde. Hier soek hulle die nomme en hulle sê, sy moet 15.000 a maan betaal. Sê het sy, oei, hy help my. What a sock. I'm just, moet nie nou pas die nekie soek ek. Amen. Praise God. Pas die glen, pas die elf, die morning star. While others are still sleeping. He said to Tyre, I give you the morning star. To Sardis, he said, I'll come upon you like a thief in the night. A thief comes when you don't expect. But those who are born again will expect him to come. Listen, if you, if you twins, you feel what your twin brother goes through. 
Even you, your mommy will, you can be in Joburg, your mommy will feel, my husband, something is wrong with my child there in, in Durban. It's blood. It's, it's just a feeling. Amen. Didn't you feel, I need to go visit my brother? Even my, my, my cousin passed away. Oh, for a week I felt, I need to go visit my, my Peter Michaels. I didn't. I said, I, I, it's blood that calls. Hey, now spirit is thicker than blood. Hey, before he comes, for weeks we will feel he's on his way. He's on his way. He's on his way. Hallelujah. Even the book of Revelation end. And he said, the spirit and the bride say, come Lord Jesus. First the spirit will catch up in the spirit. He's coming. And the bride says, come. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I've got a book at home of Watchman Nee. The book is called, come Lord Jesus. You know how the Bible ends? Jesus described to this John, he's coming. And after he said, I come quickly, amen. Their revelation should end. But John could not keep it in. He aired his own words. He says, oh, come Lord Jesus. Amen. Wow. Some of you would not like him to come. Some would love him to come and say he's deep in his cult. I can't way the poor way he's deep in his cult. He's with your achterste in his cult. My God, help us. Let us in the geest blij, Pastor Pet. Amen. Are you blessed? Hey, I've got, I've got 12 more minutes. And then we'll have some questions and answers. And listen, by the way, there's some nice stuff to eat. I, I need to keep you going, you understand? <laughs> wow. Amen. When you come to our church, you must come with a large appetite for the word. Amen. Praise the Lord. Allah, the Spirit will tell you, come hungry. No order or steak. So I say, give me a glass of cool drink. Hey. Do you have sardis? Sardis means escape. Because the Reformation under Martin Luther, out of Thyatira, the Roman Catholic Church, they escaped sardis. And to them he said, and this is the Protestant move. This is the democratic church. This is the church of a lot of denominations. Sardis. And in this church, there are many who are not born again. He said, I will come upon you like a thief. You can go and read it. Please read tonight before you. It's just two chapters. Amen. And then he said, out of this comes Philadelphia. They come out of one another. To Philadelphia, he said, hold unto what you have. 
I'm coming quickly. You have a crown. Hallelujah. It's only this church, Philadelphia, that he said, if you in this church, you have already a crown. It's the remnant crown. Hallelujah. Only two churches are promised the crown. It's the church of Smyrna, the crown of life, because they suffered so much. And when it comes to Philadelphia, a church after God's heart, like David, he said, I come quickly. Hold on to what you have. I will, I, will, I will save you from the test of the tribulation that comes over the whole world. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. And he said, you have a crown. Don't lose it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And the name Philadelphia, Philio means love. Amen. Adelphos means brothers. It's those who believe in the unity of the body of Christ and the love for all who are born again. There's many places I could have walked away, but I love the brethren. Amen. The unity. Hallelujah. John 13 verse 34. It says, by this all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. A new commandment I give to you, that you love. Listen, as I came, drove here, the Lord said to me, you must love everybody, but you don't need to like everybody. I said, Lord, I didn't know you make jokes too. It's true. Amen. It's true. You must love everybody who are born again. But you don't need to like everybody. Hey, imagine you're frozen if you I love you, but I don't like you. <laughs> you will say, oh no, I want both. Hallelujah. A new come that you love what even, even as I have loved you. That means I sacrifice for you. I sacrifice for my brothers too. That you also love one another. Verse 35. By this all men will know that you are my disciples. Not my members. You are my followers. You are disciplined. You are a student. You submit under me. Amen. If you have love for one another. Back to Revelations. And the last church, Laodicea. This is the church you will vomit out. This is, the word leo means people. Amen. And dia, dia, dia means rights. People's rights. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? This is the church that says, He, the majority, govern he. Osat osa rechter. And they pastor, they must be Can I give you a summary? Second Timothy chapter 4. Paul prophesied this kind of church. My God. And then after this, please read for yourself the judge before whom we're going to stand. For the time will come. Paul, we need to tell you the time is here. 
for the time where he was prophesying, when they will not endure sound doctrine. Say this what predicting it cannot be In fact, this is the last time that I'm here too. You are excused. You are not part of the David company. You're not part of the remnant. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But wanting to have their ears tickled. Fear. What's what fear? You must check. The Bible speaks of strange fire. Strange fire. Amen. After this, can I just give you the seven warnings? Because I gave you the seven prophecies of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And I'll run through them, but they all come out of the seven plus one is eight. The eight is the cherry and the cake. <laughs> For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but one thing to have their ears tickled. They will accumulate for themselves. So we don't like you. We, we, we will select whom we. This is how the denomination system works too. Osberup Selvius Stani. Now, eight degrees deal. Gesalf, my eighty degrees. Osuka man met grade. Amen. They will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires and will turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths. Verse 5, Paul said to Timothy, but you be sober in all things. Don't be drunk. Don't be drunk with popularity. Don't be drunk with fame. Don't be drunk with what's going on. He says, be sober. Endure hardship. I endure hardship. Looks. People that don't honor you. And people don't think I know they don't honor me. They don't see me the way they have to see. Even our church. Amen. Are you with me? Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. There's Pastor Nick is an evangelist. I chase after him wherever the tent is. Amen. I'm not an evangelist, but we want to win souls. Hallelujah. And do, it's a work. Fulfill your ministry. Hallelujah. The next verse says, my departure is near, for I'm already being poured out as a drink offering. And the time of my departure has come. The Lord revealed to me, I'm going home. Hallelujah. What a soldier. Dying with his boots on. He, the apostle Paul. No complaints. He says, Demas left me. Love the world. That one is gone. That one. Only Luke is with me. Timothy, you have to come before winter. The, the cell, the prison, the dungeon is cold where I'm in. Come before winter, please. But don't forget to bring the books and the parchments. I'm about to leave, but I'm still studying. I'm still hungry. Timothy, I'm still hungry. Greet, so greet them, greet them. And Timothy, lastly, keep your spirit strong. 
Look there, the last verse in chapter 4. Hallelujah. The Lord be with your spirit, Timothy. Grace be with you, Timothy. Take care of your spirit. Be strong in your spirit. You'll find me praying in tongues and quoting scripture. Listen, one day God showed you my spirit is like a thick cable. When I speak, other people's lights go on. The Lord showed me that. And then he showed me, in my spirit, man, it goes like, where's my wife? And last time when we were in Ghana, Bishop Dag, one of my spiritual fathers, a great mighty man of God. Wow. Before that, my wife dreamt, Bishop Dag walked into our house. Walk into where the, 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 the box of electricity is. He adjusts and worked there on the power, the current that comes into Edgar Michael's Leticia and into our church. Hey, I said, the bishop was here. My wife told me. He, he dreamt. Then she dreamt. We were lying in bed in the dream. Bishop Dare came in. And power flowed from a head right through a body. And it made this sound as it moved through a body. Like electrical. Out from my legs. Into my legs. Right through me. Wow. That's the anointing. And at the end of the conference after this, Bishop Dag said, I just want to tell you, God showed me my spirit is thick like three cables. Thick cables. And when he showed me, the sound went like this. How the current. My wife looked at me and said, there is the dream. Wow. Wow. You can despise anointed men as they despise the Apostle Paul, as they despise Jesus Christ. Let me run and give you those seven warnings. First, number one, Ephesus, false apostles. He said to Ephesus, you found that there are many false apostles. I tell you, out Behind every tree today, you get apostles. Men that's five years safe, six years, you can even be 20 years, but it doesn't mean you're an apostle. Is it so, Pastor Thomas? There are a lot of apostles. This is the warning. He said you test them and you find them to be liars. Wow, number two. Leaving your first love and first works. The Lord warned Ephesus. You are leaving your first. What is your first love? It's not going around me anymore. I'm not a center. You've got lots of activities. Hey, you get you married. You can tell your wife you've got a, you, you, you've got a cell phone, the best. A microwave. You've got a jacuzzi. You've got a, but she says, I don't have you. But I don't have you. Amen. So many churches have everything. 
Christ is not the center. The first love is good. Your, your first love is the, the love you love with strength. Amen. You sacrifice anything. Hey, I remember it was raining, but I was on my way to my girlfriend, my wife. Amen. One day her daddy came out with a pole. He picked out a pole out of people's heads. I take a pallet. He said, I can almost say, man. But the first love. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. The third one, the works of the Nicolaitans. The Lord said to Ephesus, you hate it, I hate it, I hate it too. The word Nico means to conquer. The word laity is to conquer the lay people. Father, Ellen Smith, this is the clergy and the laity in the church, the priesthood system. You know what it does? Only you on the stage, you can pray, you can lay hand on the sick, you can drive up. You don't ask them to pray or to have a prayer life or to study the Bible. We'll study the Bible on your behalf. You don't need to open. In other words, the clergy and the lay. You know why Christ hated? It makes the people weak. It makes, and here it was the deeds of the Nicolaitans. In Pergamum, it became the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. Do you see there? The deeds of the Nicolaitans. Nicholas's name, it means to conquer. Amen. Do you see there? The teaching. Can you get the, the, the okay. Pergamum. Praise God. Many things creep into the church just by deeds. It's like we clap hands here, but now it becomes a doctrine. Everybody must clap hands. Understand? It starts small, and now it's a doctrine. The clergy and the laity. The Lord hates it. I hate what Jesus hates. Look here. So thou, why the King James Version? It can thou and they. <laughs> Amen. Give me five more minutes, I'm through. So you also have some in the, uh, who in the same way hold the teaching. Thank you, I understand why you, the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. Do you have that? Hallelujah. Are you with me? And number four, very serious. Those who say they are Jews and they are not, they are a synagogue of Satan. Wow. Can we have that? That's, that's uh, in Smyrna. And you only find them in Smyrna and in Philadelphia. Pastor Nikki, these are anti-Jews, anti-Christ, anti-Israel. Any spirit that's anti-Israel and anti-Jew is satanic because the devil hates the Jews. 
These are replacement theology that said, we are the Jews. We are Israel. God's those are gone. This is the kingdom, the kingdom now teaching. The king, this is rife in the church now. God has nothing to do with Israel. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? I know your tribulation, poverty, but you are rich. And the blasphemy by those who say they are Jews and are not. But are a synagogue of Satan. Satan driven teaching. Can I sum it up? Anti-rapture. Anti-Israel. Synagogue of Satan. Is that number four? Number five. Balaam. Balaam. Amen. Chapter 2 verse 14. This is a driven manner. They use their gifts for money. But it's very subtle. Because Balaam was gifted. And the name Balaam means to lord over people. Amen. You use your gift to lord over people. Say, Jay, my bro. Here is it. Jay, my days in run. Die klavie wat hier staan, gebruik jylle die? Ek sê maar nie. Sê, woord jy ons moet die klavie vir die pastoor hee. Do you hear me? Bailem. Mami. Hey. They called Bailem the prophet to come and prophet. Curse Israel. The Lord said to him, you don't go, they are blessed. When they came with more money, he went to pray again. What do you think of somebody that go and pray again? And even the donkey start to speak to tell him, don't go further. He want to kill the donkey. Because of covetousness. I've been in circles that people get up and say, every one of us must give our leader a thousand rand. I said, my God, they had a miss, my bro. A thousand rand for you is just a fifty rand. I shall your man must work for a thousand rand. But he says, the Lord says. The Lord says. Hey, my God. If, I, if I'm now finished, I say, everybody just write on a piece of paper. You, everyone must give a thousand rand. The Lord says. Wow. This is my Bible. <laughs> what a sock. Number six, Jezebel. The spirit of Jezebel. We're through now. Just number seven. And you want number eight too? Praise God. Jezebel. Hey, do you see that? Uh, are you there? And I have this against you to tie a tire. This is the Roman Catholic setup where, where, where the church rule people. The church is a sea. But sea bewitch people. This church bewitched the whole world. Even governments. The Pope has more power than many military might. The church. And 
Jezebel mean unhusband. Niemand sit op my kopie. Ek is self the government. Hoe sê die ouwens? Op die hoek even sê hulle. Nee, ons, ons gaan sy nie saamkampie. Nee, ons moet eens die government by die huis vraag. Hey! As die government instap, het sy in sy broese gesig heel te maal. Sê, hoe kan sy dan ons so? Hy, my vrou het gekom. Hey, and today on the stage, you get more people leading, preaching, with dresses and stuff that's up here, press that's low, En die broer sê, Heere, ja, opos. Maar allemaal is in die gees. En jou vrou kap jou hier so en sê, Zij moet jou oor op die Heere hou. The Jezebel spirit, enough said is in the church. It's in the church. And women demand certain rights. Wanneer prik ek dat? Hey, en is net een kyk, daar sak jou vlag. Soos ek vir som pastore sê, sy kan wie nou hiewies, maar vanaan maak jou vrou jou wiele pap. My jyre, help my. My God, help us. Are you number seven, please? Hallelujah. Spiritual death. Therefore, God said to Laodicea, I vomit you out of my mouth. You dead. And look what, what Laodicea said. I've become rich and I'm wealthy. I have no need of anything. Look what he said there. This is the church. He, listen, I tell you, the church cannot pray anymore. Give us our daily bread. The cake said, oh, said, brood for a paar jaar. The church cannot also say silver and gold we don't have. But the kekanuki say, we don't have silver and gold, but in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Wow. Are you with me? And look what the Lord said. That's what she says. But the Lord said, you do not know that you are wretched and miserable. And poor and blind and naked. Imagine you walk around naked and you don't know. The last church today is naked, but they don't know. They are proud. They are blind. And the Lord said, buy of me. I self and gold. Do you say I self to anoint your eyes so that you may see? Second Corinthians chapter 11 and I'm through verse 2 or 3. What a word. I am jealous for you. What I'm preaching is Christ is jealous over you. He wants you as a pure virgin for himself. And in verse 3, he's not only jealous, he's also afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve, by his craftiness, your minds will be led astray 
from the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. Verse 4. Three deceptions. For if one comes and preaches another Jesus, whom you have not, whom we have not preached, or you receive a different spirit, which you have not received, or a different gospel, which you have not accepted, you bear this beautifully. Say, you are putting up with another Jesus is. Islam also speak about Jesus. All churches speak about, but not the Lord Jesus. Not the boss of the church. The Jesus they can control and manipulate. And the other spirit. You, can I tell you what spirit is that? Is the says That's not the Yerani. That's not the Yerani. Mensa profiteer wa anara. That's not the Yerani. But it makes him very impressive. Dit is om die naam van die Heere eindelik te gebruik. En die Bijbel sê, He who abused the name of the Lord in vain won't go without punishment. He won't go without punishment. Amen. There are many who, listen, I come in lots of circles. Where people say, the Lord tells me. It's not the Lord. And it doesn't move me. Amen. And then a different gospel. This is the social gospel where people come to the Lord without tears, without preaching against sin, without being born again. Welcome. If you preach, God can heal your marriage. God can give you a better job, better car. Everybody wants it. They will come. But if you preach the true gospel, you must be born again. Christ died for your sins. You will pay for your sin. The devil wants to take you to hell. The devil wants to, he's using the world. Hey, that's a true gospel. Can we stand, please? Give the Lord some praise. Wow. Our next art gathering might be the end of July, somewhere there. Father, thank you for this word. Let it soak in our hearts and bring forth wonderful fruit to your glory. Amen. You may be seated. Any questions just for five, six minutes and then anybody, you're free to. Otherwise, we can talk around the table. Is there anybody? Amen. Receive the blessing of the Lord. The Lord bless you. The Lord cause you to see the preciousness of the bride of Christ. Don't fool and play around with the bride of Christ. The Bible says, those who want to be teachers will undergo a stricter judgment. Lord God. Bless everyone who work in your church. Help us to work hard. Because soon the morning star will appear. Lord, let this word burn in our hearts. And 
let us pay the price to become the Philadelphian church with the key of David, the beloved. In Jesus' name, bless everyone who came and let your word bring forth wonderful fruits in our lives. Bless the food we're going to enjoy in Jesus' name.